0: high short kick that is going to come up and bounce at the 20. Rutgers has a chance to recover it and they do! What a play by the Scarlet Knights! Get it to Harper with three, with two, with one. Harper for the win! Got it! On and 10 at the 21. Wimpset hands it off. It's Benunga getting to the corner left. 20, 15, touches at 10. Benunga down near the goal line. He is in! Making his move with five, step back three for the lead, yeah! oh! with to go. Oh 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 All right, welcome to the Scarlet Faithful Podcast, I'm Aaron Brightman, this is my rapid reaction following Rutgers' 83-61 victory over LIU on Saturday afternoon, December 16th, a week after defeating Seton Hall in its last game, week break during finals, and uh, Rutgers is still in the middle of that. They won't play for another week now. They host an uh, absolute huge neutral court game against Mississippi State. That's a quad one game. That is their, on paper, toughest non-conference schedule opponent this year. We'll talk about that more later. But this in-between game was LIU uh, ranked in the 300s in Ken Palm. Not good at all. And uh, they were 1-8 and eight coming in. Unfortunately, did let them hang around a bit. They were 341st coming in. Rutgers was 74th. Uh, Palm had Rutgers winning by 23. They won by 22. It did get a little dicey there in the second half. Rutgers uh, was up big, about 15 points. Cliff was off the floor uh, just in a substitution and the way the flow of the game was going. They couldn't get him back in for a couple minutes. They went five minutes without a field goal. And LLU cut the lead to seven points. So I've always said, you know, in these kind of games, if you can be tested and still win big, that's that's I do think that that's a positive. And I know everybody wanted a 40-point win tonight for the net rankings. That helps when you win by mar- margin of victory, is a big part of net, right or wrong. Uh Iowa has shown that over the years when you beat these, you know, really bad opponents by 30-35 points at home, it does help. And Rutgers did miss out on that opportunity uh today. They could have won a lot bigger. They shot really poorly from three-point range, just four of 20. LIU is holding opponents to 28% from three this year, uh, which is pretty interesting. Uh, it's kind of an outlier in terms of their defense. They're not good defensively at all. 292nd coming in, but the 31st in three-point defense, at uh, 28.7%. Rutgers was just four of 20. They did shoot really well from two-point range. They were 61.7%, uh, which was encouraging. And on layups, they were 15 of 23, 6 of 8 on dunks. So 21 of 31 uh, on layups and dunks. That's almost 70%. That's pretty good. That's what they should do against an opponent like LAU. Cliff was dominant, as he should be. 25 points, 11 rebounds, 3 blocks. He was uh, 12 of 15 from the floor. But Rutgers struggled from 3. They were just 4 of 20. They hit some uh, late in the game. Uh, and it was both Mag and Hyatt. Mag and Hyatt both hit too late. Uh, it was great to see mag get going i think that that is an encouraging sign he had two threes later in the game finished with 10 and four three assists uh you know was his usual uh productive self on the defensive end he uh had two blocks and a steal it was plus 21 on the day second best on the team uh, best was actually Derek simpson at plus 23 these are plus minus margins which define when you're on the court uh the score of the game when you're playing so You know, sometimes it's a little lucky. Sometimes it's not. Uh, Simpson did struggle 2 of 7 from the floor, but was 6 of 6 from the foul line. Rutgers, again, struggling from the foul line, 13 of 26. Um, You know, Griffiths was just 2 of 5. Davis was just 2 of 5. Mag was 0 of 3. Wolf was 1 of 3. So it adds up. I know people want to freak out about free throw percentage. I know people probably, you know, there's somebody that's going to take away something negative from this game. But again, back to my long-winded point. You're up seven with about seven minutes to go, and you're being tested. And Rutgers responded. They responded with an 11-0 run. That's what you need to see. And I really do think getting tested in different random parts of this schedule will help you down the road. Now, what I don't like about these games is that you know Rutgers dominated in ways they're not going to be able to dominate against Big Ten competition, right? So the way they beat Seton Hall is the way they're going to have to win in the Big Ten. And they didn't shoot particularly well from three today. Uh, but, you know, I think you saw some individual performances that were encouraging Jamichael Davis. I thought played really well in the second half. He gave them a big lift. He finished with 12 points, 5 of 11 shooting, three assists, uh, zero turnovers. Also had four boards and two steals. He was plus 20. He was the third best on the team, played 29 minutes. So another encouraging outing with him, for him. That's a big plus. Uh, like I said, Mag gave him good minutes tonight. Twenty-four minutes, ten points, four block, uh, four rebounds, three assists, two blocks, and a steal. A little bit of everything from him. Cliff was dominant. Like I said, Hyatt very good performance. Twelve points, twelve rebounds, three assists, two blocks. He was plus fourteen. He's just you know he's been he's been much more consistent this year, and he showed up in a way that was important today. He's showing leadership, and uh, it's a really important thing. And then also uh, Derek Simpson did have 10 points. Like I said, he, he was very good from the line. He did have four rebounds, three assists, uh, just one turnover, two steals. So he had a productive game for sure. Uh, Gavin, you know, 3-9 and nine from the field, was 4 from uh, deep, did finish with eight points, uh, got him three steals as well. So that was encouraging. I think, you know, with Gavin, the thing is he's got to get stronger. He even has some moves. He, he has some great moves. He's very polished offensively. But even against LIU, he struggled to finish inside. Uh, in certain spots where he just wasn't strong enough to finish. So I think that's gonna be the biggest thing from year one to year two for him is getting stronger. And then I think next year you're gonna see him at a whole nother level because he is really polished offensively. He's gonna have good shooting nights. I think when he doesn't shoot well from three, he is gonna struggle a little bit scoring wise, I think, in the Big Ten. Um, but you know, this experience so far has been good for him, and he's he's gonna learn ways to score. He's just a natural scorer, he's gonna he's gonna figure that out. Um Again, I thought that, uh, you know, Mag, Davis, Hyatt all provided uh, really good uh, minutes for them tonight. Uh, and um, Austin Williams missed the game. Uh, he was not on the injury report but did not play. Uh, they have another week now. Hopefully they can get him healthy. I think they're going to need him for Mississippi State. Uh, what did Wolf give him? Wolf gave him five and three in just ten minutes of action. Oscar didn't play much at all um trying to see if i missed anybody noah struggled 6 from the floor just had a point did have four assists uh but did have three turnovers as well so he was forcing a little bit did not uh look particularly good uh and you're gonna have that you're gonna have that and i think that uh, all in all you know rutgers did pull away and they haven't had a bad loss yet and i think that's key Uh, You have Stonehill right before the new year. You actually are going to have some quad four (laughs) games in big 10 play with Maryland and Penn state, but you have to avoid the bad losses. We saw last year, the committee rewards teams that doesn't have bad losses. And they had a basically, you know, metrically almost identical resume to Providence last year. uh, But they didn't have Providence didn't have any bad losses. They didn't have any good wins either outside of the big 10. They had three elite wins in conference play, but non conference, their best win was Ryder, but they didn't have any bad losses. So if Rutgers can get through this, listen, if they could beat Mississippi State on a neutral court next week, you know, they are a high quad one. They're in the 20s. Uh, what are they, Ken Palm? Let's see. Uh, Mississippi State is uh, 34th in Ken Palm. They are 8 and 2 overall. Uh, and they they play North Texas tomorrow, who's pretty good. North Texas is 84 in Ken So that'll be interesting to see what happens. They they have a terrible loss to Southern, and they have a bad loss to Georgia Tech on the road. Uh, but otherwise, you know, they have some good wins. They beat Washington State, who's 47th. They beat Northwestern. They beat Arizona State, all top 100 teams. Two lanes right outside the top 100, beat them as well. So very defensive team. It's a game that Rutgers should absolutely, you know, be right in. And uh, if they can replicate some shooting, you know, get hot from three, I think they definitely. I mean, listen, they 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 can win that game, and they need to win that game. If you win that game and you beat Stonehill, you're nine and three going back in the Big Ten play going into the new year, no bad losses. Metrically, you're, you're metrics wise, you're going to be good, um, and I think that's really important for this team because I think the Big Ten's wide open, and I think Rutgers has a chance to make some noise. I really do. Uh, you know, not really surprising that this wasn't their most inspiring performance today. First game in a the week. Uh, they're in the middle of exams. Uh, the student section was, you know, good as usual. But, you know, the hype, listen, I mean, it, the, the energy level against LAU, just, it's tough to replicate after you're coming off a, a rivalry game against Seton Hall. And, uh, you know, that's going to be up to the leadership. And, uh, again, at the end of the day, they took care of business. So I think that, you know, you want to see – this team continue to share the basketball. I thought they did that really well when they put the game out of reach. Uh, and, and that's obviously a positive sign. I like that Davis was being aggressive. I think he was being aggressive while being under control. You're she- seeing growth there. You're seeing Cliff play with an edge. You're seeing the defense. Uh, you know, they forced, was it 19 turnovers today? Uh, and they had uh, 15 points off of turnovers. Let's see, they had, uh, yeah, forced 19 turnovers, 22, 22 points off of 19 turnovers, 22 at 11 edge there. They were plus 10 on the boards. They were uh, plus 7 on second-chance points. They were plus 24 on points in the paint. They were 15 to 10 in transition. They did have 18 assists to 33 field goals, so that's encouraging uh, for sure. And, uh, you know, definitely some signs that, like I said, they scored inside. They're at 1.15 points per possession, which is very good analytics-wise. Uh, and then in terms of LAU, they held them, yeah, just .824. So uh, metrics-wise, they did well today. I know people were hoping for a 40-point win against, you know, to help with the net, but they'll jump in the net for sure. And uh, listen, they just they have to win the games. They have to. And uh, this game on Saturday against Mississippi State is such a, a huge X factor in the season, just in terms of what it will mean. It will be their, you know, uh, best win. Of the season, it'll be a featured non-conference win. It'll be a neutral court win. It'll put them two and two a neutral road games. Uh, it'll really set them up for if you go out and you know, the Big Ten's not particularly strong. So you know, ten and ten and nine and two, you would think nineteen and twelve. You know, win a game in the Big Ten, you're probably in. But I don't think this year that's a guarantee. So you need a winning record in the Big Ten. You got to win eleven games. You got, I think, so that nine and two record and non-conference with that Mississippi State win that is. It's a huge game, huge game for what it means for their resume. And uh, they have a week to prepare now. They're going to get done with the semester, uh, hopefully get a little healthier. You have, uh, you know, MAG really starting to, to work off the rust. Uh, by the way, people that were asking me, even as late as yesterday, Jeremiah Williams, he's still waiting on the ruling from the NCA on the gambling investigation. So even though the two-time transfer rule is kaput, he can't play until the NCA rules on this gambling investigation. Uh, there's no timetable. Hopefully, it's you know soon. It could be, but it's the NCA. You can't count on anything. So uh, he would be a boost for this team as well. This team is evolving. Uh, I, I'm not surprised by how they played today at all. At the end of the day, if you want to criticize the 22 point win, that's fine. They shot pretty poorly. Uh, you know, outside of uh, other than inside the arc, but again, they shot well inside the arc, that's progress. Uh, and this team just has to keep getting better. They got, they got to keep gelling, they got to keep playing hard on both ends of the floor. They're rebounding much better with Mag now, and uh, there's some encouraging signs for sure. Critical game next week, uh, but overall, this team is in position seven and three, uh, six and three now, non conference, excuse me, six and uh, seven and two non conference. I'm getting confused. It's been a long week. Uh, but you have a chance to close nine and two. If you said before the season they went nine and two in non-conference, you take it. Eight and three at worst, you take it. So uh like I said, huge game coming up. Uh definitely some things to you know n- not not love about today's performance, but again, they responded when they had to. Uh in years past, when you know this game could have gotten really, really twitchy and concerning. Rutgers took care of business. Pike will called a really good timeout to do that. Uh, And Mag responded, you had Hyatt respond, you had your fourth, fifth, six-year guys respond, Uh, you had uh, Jermichael Davis continue to play well, you had Cliff to continue to play with an edge. Uh, There's things to build on with this team, and uh, they just got to keep doing that. So overall, uh, you know, good day, and uh, all looking forward to next week. Next Saturday at The Rock, noon against Mississippi State. I'll have plenty of coverage before then. We have uh early signing period this week. I have a few interviews lined up. Uh, I think you know, I have a really great one with uh, Tony Rassiopi, the uh, QB trainer who's trained EJ Cerise and a bunch of NFL quarterbacks. I'll have that coming up on uh, in the next day or two. Uh, and some other things planned as well. So thank you for con- your continued uh, listening and watching of the Scarlet Faithful Podcast here. hope you have a great rest of the weekend. And uh, thanks for listening once again.